Hello, old dogs. This is your host and top dog, Bill Manicero. Today's show is a special rebroadcast of one of our most popular episodes. I'm introducing the show under the banner, Best of Old Dogs REI Network Podcast. Well, enjoy. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is where to find below market properties in 2019. But before we get started, I just want to just touch base with you guys briefly here just to say, hey, I hope everything is going good with your real estate investing efforts. I want to encourage you. I think there's just uh, some great stuff happening out there. We are really excited because uh, some great things are happening on our end, which I hopefully will be able to share more in detail with you uh, in the next couple of weeks to come here. But in the meantime, I just uh, want to you know, just say, hey, there's a, a number of very cool uh, things going on. I, I'm just going to give a little plug here for biggerpockets.com. It's a great resource, and I would really encourage you, if you haven't been there or spent much time there, to, to go there. Um, get involved, too. Go to the forums. Make friends. Uh, start connecting with people. Ask questions. Um, great resources free there. Their analyzers are amazing. You can get these free analyzers to, to look at properties and, and start assessing uh, whether a, a property would be a good investment or not. I mean, there's there's uh, there's tons of articles. I write a, uh, a weekly blog there. Uh, I'm contributing all the time. You can tap into just... I mean, I'm just one of probably hundreds of people that write blogs there. So there's there's a lot of great great blogs and materials and information. I mean, anything that is real estate investing oriented, lending, investing, you name it, anything related to real estate, it's there, and you can make some great contacts. But but one thing I just encourage you to do is start meeting people. I don't care where you are in this uh, big U.S. of A. or Canada or or, or wherever you may be, uh, there are other real estate investors around you. And uh, I've just found uh, that uh, Bigger Pockets is one of the greatest ways to connect with people like that. Uh, not only does it show uh, you know, meetups that are happening in your area, but uh, you can just connect with people. You just you know start uh, saying, hey, is there anybody from you know uh, Tuscaloosa out there? <laughs> 
everybody said that, right? Wherever it is you're from, and uh, you know, start connecting and grab coffee with these people, and uh, just you know, put your little mastermind together, or just like uh, start to start you know making connections with uh, and just broadening your network because real estate is really all about relationships. And so I'm just uh, just going to give you that tip for today: biggerpockets.com. Spend some time there, and I would even get the um, sort of the advanced. Uh, I don't know what they call it now, but you know, pay a little bit. You know, you can be on it free, or you can pay a little. If you pay a little, it does give you more access to things, and uh, it. I think it's well worth it. One of the best investments I make each year. But um, bigger pockets. All right, let's get on to our topic here: where to find below market properties in 2019. Now, you know, one key strategy for success as a real estate investor is finding good investment properties that are under market. Okay. Now, this is a big one for me. Some people in this seller's market aren't so worried. They're ready to pay retail for things. But, you know, especially as we're approaching a market correction and, uh, you know, a, a possible recession here, a lot of people say it's not a matter of if, but when. I think you need to be buying properties that uh, are under market. Uh, this allows you as an investor, for one, number one, I believe if you're signing escrow papers, you should have built-in equity. When you sign those papers that you know you've got a chunk of cash already in that property, even if you've taken out a loan, an 80% or 75% loan, whatever it may be, that you have that built-in equity. Then when you start improving it, you start increasing rents, doing other things to boost up the value of that thing. You've got, you already got a head start. It's just key, I think, to being a good uh, real estate investor. However, today in today's selling market, okay, finding investment properties that are below market value can be challenging. Okay. So as we're looking ahead, we're already in 2019, they're out there, but it's just keep in mind, it's not as easy maybe, but they are definitely still out there. And how can that, how can you, you know, find those, those gems out there that uh, you'll be able to buy under market uh, from the get-go? So I think there's a number of ways to, to address this, and I'm just going to re- reveal some of the more effective ways right off the, right off the bat that you can, um, you can take a look at. First off, you know, one of the key areas to find under market values are uh, through motivated sellers. And there's a number of different reasons why a seller would be motivated to sell their property at a discounted rate. A motivated seller is merely a, a, maybe a real estate investor or a homeowner who's selling his or her property with some degree of urgency. There could be a many, many reasons why this could happen. It could be a divorce. It could be um, maybe there was a, a death in the family and they uh, handed down this house that n- nobody wants in the family and they just have to sell it and liquidate it. These are people that are generally, they want to get rid of a property and they're very motivated to get rid of it fairly soon. Some of the tricks that come, how do you find motivated sellers? Well, one way is to you know work with the county officials or list brokers. You can get uh, data lists or you can get information from the county on tax delinquencies, people that, are, that haven't paid their taxes uh, or maybe they're late on their loan, for example, and it's a potential or a pre-foreclosure or something like that. There could be a divorce associated with it. So there are lists for almost all of these sort of desperate situations where you can find some good 
quick deals very quickly. So um, that's that's probably one of the, the biggest areas. Number two, there are real estate websites out there that you can contact. Now, if you have a friend that has access to the MLS, um, sometimes you can just you know do a search on the MLS and you can find uh, properties that are definitely below market. You have to know what the markets, uh, you know, what the average market price is for a comparable house, and and you'd have to go into it with some degree of knowledge. But if you have a friend who's a realtor that'd be willing to do this for you, that's very cool. You can also go under Realtor.com, Zillow, Trulia, some of these uh, Redfin, some of these that you can do some amazing searches in there, and you can find properties. Uh, that, that would also be under market, but actually listed uh, properties. Spread the word. Let people know, you know you're looking to buy properties under market value and get it out to your network and uh, even post on social media. The, get the word out that you're looking for this. Uh, number four, um, you know, foreclosures. I mentioned that there's certainly not as many foreclosures as there have been, uh, but they're still out there. And there's always reasons why, even in a strong economy, why people might uh, still foreclose have to uh, get involved in a foreclosure. There are some markets that are stronger in foreclosures. So, for example, in the end of 2018, places like Houston, Detroit, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Milwaukee, and Austin, they all had above average foreclosure starts uh, in these uh, locations. And a fifth thing, um, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, work with a real estate agent or broker. You know, there there are some folks, maybe it's a newer person and uh, they're not going to just look for the person that's looking for their dream home, but this is somebody that wants to get some experience that's willing to put in the time to dig for you and help you to find these these deals. Uh, it could be a distressed uh, seller, could be a distressed property, and uh, so you can find those deals with a, with a good realtor. But um, I'm going to give you sort of a a list here of you know probably close to 20 here other things that you can find that uh, you can go to as a resource to find these under market value properties okay um, bigger pockets okay I just mentioned them in the intro here uh, they've got a ton of stuff and there's a lot of properties for sale on bigger pockets that you can go into you can look at if not you can find people that have access to uh, properties that are for sale so Bigger pockets, great resource. Um, wholesalers. Uh, if you don't know any wholesalers, find some. You know, there's some that may be a little shady out there, and but uh, there are some legitimate folks that just uh, are looking at their. You know, they they're the ones that are tracking down the distressed. Uh, sellers and, and distressed properties, you know, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll market up their three to 5%, but uh, generally you can find these wholesalers, as I mentioned on, on earlier, bigger pockets. There's also a website called connectedinvestors.com, uh, which is a uh, also a great networking place to make contact with people like that. Facebook groups, uh, LinkedIn, where you can find folks like that. Facebook groups. Um, you can get involved with Facebook groups where there are groups of, uh, they have everything, every kind of group imaginable on Facebook, real estate investors, multifamily investors, small multi-investors, even probably wholesaler groups. I mean, you could find them on Facebook. Direct mail is a, is a real common way. If you want to go right to seller, um, you can go through places like listsource.com or prospectnow.com and get lists of uh, folks that are you know delinquent in their taxes or, or fall into one of these distressed categories where you can work with them. And you know you're not taking advantage of these people. You're trying to be a resource and to help them out of a tough situation. And um, there's a great way to do that just by uh, mailing out and saying, "Hey, I'm I'm looking to buy houses. If you have a situation." You you need cash quick, I can help you. And there are a lot of sorting criteria. You can go out-of-state investors or people that have owned a property 10 or plus years and maybe they're just tired of 
being a, a landlord and they want to want to get out. So direct mail is great. A cold calling, you can get the same list that you get uh, from your, your direct mail and maybe hire a skip tracer to find uh, the phone numbers. Now you can even get the cell phone numbers for owners and actually you know text somebody or get directly in contact with them if you don't want to pay. Uh, skip tracers can be expensive. It can be sometimes 50 cents a name. It could be $5 or $50 a name depending on the quality of the lead. Uh, but uh, there's there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of skip trace options out there. Or you might want to if you have the funds and you can tap tap into things like LexisNexis and TLO, um, you can also find that same information there. But you can call people, you can text people, and you know getting somebody's uh, an owner's cell phone number is invaluable. Craigslist. Craigslist is I mean there's a ton of stuff on there. Not, not only is there a great uh, you know list of uh, properties that are there. You know, some people, for example, that even list their rentals on Craigslist are usually people that are having trouble finding renters. And so they might be a good a good place to go to find someone who has an investment property that uh, that they might want to unload. You can also place your own ads in there and say, hey, I'm looking to buy. Um, eBay. Yeah, I found properties on eBay. And uh, you can... Uh, you know, you can find properties that are legit. There's there's a lot of questionable stuff, but there's also some real legit stuff on there, too. So you can scan it. Look up commercial real estate for sale or residential real estate or, or search by region um, in, in real estate. Um, so you can find a lot of stuff there. Or you may even want to hire like a VA to do a lot of this stuff. They can scan Craigslist for you, uh, you know, a virtual uh, assistant type person. You can go through. These people are sometimes located in the Philippines or other other countries, and, and they'll work for a real reasonable rate, and they can scan eBay and Craigslist and some of these other things. Um, even for rent ads, that's another great one, uh, going to uh, maybe uh, looking for the best smaller properties and try to track down the owner. If this guy's running ads, maybe he's having trouble uh, renting it out. Who knows? Um, health violations, you can get that through the county and city records. And uh, people that are dealing with health violations are, might be people that are just had it with being a landlord. And they're ready to tell you to sell at any cost. Um, real estate portals, I mentioned that, uh, you know, your realtor.com, Zillow, Trulia, that, those kinds of things. Um, uh, that that's a, that's a great resource, too. And then for more uh for commercial or multifamily, a LoopNet. Now, LoopNet, a lot of people say, well, the properties on LoopNet are those that that really, um, you know, either overpriced or something's wrong. People aren't buying them. But there's, um, you can even do a search on LoopNet to find out those that are already off market. Okay, so they, so they were listed on LoopNet. They never sold. So they, they've gone into this little abyss here. And you can look them up on LoopNet and actually call these people who maybe they listed on LoopNet for, you know, six months or something, never sold. Old, maybe now they might be open to selling. Um, you also find they have a section on FSBOs, for sale by owner properties. And these guys are, you know, if any way you can get direct to seller, you've got opportunities to set up deals to get owner finance properties and maybe, you know, set up a deal like a master lease on a multifamily or a lease option for single families. Property managers, another great one. Um, property managers are dealing with all kinds of properties all the time. And they can. They know the ones that are distressed because they're usually not getting paid, um, and so th they may be a good uh, resource. Where you could say, "Hey, do you have any properties?" And they would 
do it, you know, with the idea of, hey, you know, maybe this uh, the, the the guy I have that owns a building isn't paying me, but maybe if this guy buys it, uh, you know, I may be his property manager. Or so there are some some pluses there. Appraisers and inspectors; these guys check out all kinds of properties. Some people will do an appraisal or an inspection if they're thinking about selling, so you could get to them before they list that property. So that those are good uh, leads. Auctions are you know good for distressed or foreclosed properties. Also, you can go to auction. Com or bidforassets.com. A Google Maps. Now, you know, we used to say driving for dollars, but I say, you know, Googling for dollars. You can do the same thing. You can cruise up and down the streets with Google Maps and uh, be able to look at properties in a neighborhood that you're interested in. Sometimes you'll just see a property and you'll say, wow, this one is not does not look that great. Now, granted, some of the pictures are older, but if you can get a more current picture of a property, you know, and you can see it's kind of distressed or run down, I'd get the address and then do your research and contact the county and get the records and, and find the owner and maybe make an offer. So the ideal thing everybody says, when, especially when you're buying apartments and um, or value-add type uh, properties, you're looking for the property that is, uh, for example, the C property in a B neighborhood, or maybe even a, you know, a, a, an A neighborhood. Uh, it's a property you can get in there and you can upgrade it, and boom, you know, you've doubled the value of that property. So there's some good opportunities there. Vendors that serve apartments, uh, electricians, carpet installers, roofers, plumbers, uh, uh, air conditioning guys, uh, pool repair, uh, or pool cleaning people, lawn care professionals that are dealing with properties, they're dealing with vendors all the time. Um, again, you know, they may see somebody that's having trouble with their property and uh, would be a good one to know. You can get eviction records uh, from the city or the county. If you've got somebody that's got a lot of evictions going on on his property, you may have a, a, already a distressed owner there that uh, might uh, might be interested in selling and selling quick. Old listings, I mentioned that on MLS uh, or LoopNet, uh, things that are listed over six months old, a property that's been listing and it's not selling. Great opportunity to go in there. Maybe now they're ready to, to offer it at a reasonable price. Um, other real estate investors, I, I mentioned early on about uh, uh, you know making contact with people uh, through bigger pockets and and you know or going to REI meetings or meetups, uh, you know making contact with other investors who may have properties they're getting rid of or they're looking for maybe they they got offered a property that it's not within their criteria so they but it may be yours and so uh, the more you can network and stay in contact with uh, other real estate investors the better and uh, I mentioned foreclosures are. Ready, but you know, again, it can be single family or apartments. And I mentioned here when I was talking about the listing sites too. Um, if you're looking for apartments, you know, sometimes go to Realtor.com and Zillow and places like that. They a lot of times they have a friend who happens to be a realtor. They're selling an apartment, but they, you know, normally it would go through the, you know, to a, a commercial broker or it would go to LoopNet. But yeah, they have a friend who's a, who's you know sells single family homes, and they will list those homes. And so you don't always think of going to those types of uh, portals for homes that are uh, or apartments. But uh, you, you'd be surprised how many are actually listed there. So anyway, that's it. Basically, in summary, if you you, you know. All of these uh, various avenues can be used by you for you to be able to access these below market properties. Uh, you know, you can uh, build your your strategy, your 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 
plan, your strategic plan for the year around this, which might mean identifying markets and hiring VAs or bird dogs to check out neighborhoods, uh, purchasing mailing lists, uh, uh, mailing to the top three markets, narrow down your markets, set up your, your schedule so that you're calling 50 people a week on a regular basis and, and trying to make those contacts. So these are just uh, some of the things that you can do to try to find those, those below market properties that we all seek out uh, to be successful in real estate. That's it for today. Please note, Old Dog listeners, everything presented here today can be accessed in our show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. Look for the episode entitled Where to Find Below Market Properties in 2019. So until next time, remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Thanks again for listening and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.